Underground 4, what's up? You got day three in a row on Zoom. And like I say all the time, whenever you see me on Zoom, just know that something crazy, something awesome is probably about to happen. And in this case, we got the main event, boys. This is, this is the main event. Um, we're on a three-day streak of getting people on the show uh, via Zoom, getting fighters, commentators, people from the UFC on the show. And this is day three. This is the main event, bro. This is... This is the biggest interview I've ever landed. This is the biggest moment in Underground 4 history. Um, we've got Raging Al. Raging Al Iaquinta coming on the show today. If you guys don't know who Raging Al is, he's an absolute animal. He's number 10. He's ranked number 10 in the world at lightweight in the UFC. Um, he fought Khabib on, what, three days notice, something like that. Some crazy stuff like that. He fought the world champion on three days notice just because why not? He had a fight with Paul Felder lined up. He said, nah, I'll take the champ. So that just tells you the person Raging Al is. Um, he's one of the best fighters in the world. Um, he, and he's a real estate agent on the side. Like, that's one thing a lot of people don't know about him is, you know, although he's a phenomenal fighter, he's also a phenomenal real estate agent in Long Island, New York. Trains over at, at Saralongo in Long Island, New York. Dude's an absolute beast. Um, I can't believe that this is happening. I'm, I've been looking forward to this since I – since uh, we finalized it a couple of days ago, um, this is the main event. This is this is everything I've worked for. Um, this is the biggest episode in Underground Four history. Um, I, I don't even know what to say, man. This is insane, absolutely insane. Uh, we have an episode. I have an episode written out, which I don't do much, only for the ones that I, I'm, I'm freaking out about. But I've got an episode written out for this one. It's this is this is it, man. If you've ever supported a podcast, just know that you guys have helped me get here. I'm interviewing Raging Al Quinta, man. Raging Al, dude. Who would have thought that this would happen? Me. Keegan Kuhoff. You guys know me personally. Me. Me. I'm interviewing Raging Al Quinta. I, I can't thank him enough for this. Um, I, I should get Al on here in about four minutes. And this is this is going to be insane. Absolutely insane. And I can't wait to, to share this with you guys. This is, this is a huge moment for me. Huge moment for the show. And uh, I'll see you guys with Al, man. Make sure you watch this episode. This one's going to be a phenomenal episode. You're not going to want to miss this one. This dude's awesome personality, awesome dude, awesome fighter. Just from all the stuff, just from me and him to talking back and forth a little bit. No, I can tell. I mean, I always could tell just because of his interviews, his fight demeanor, all the stuff like that. The way he's, he speaks on, on his teammates, his coaches, he's a great dude. And personally talking to him, it just solidified how phenomenal of a dude he is. And I'm so pumped to, to get him on the show today. This is it, man. This is everything you work for. I'll see you guys with Al. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Hanging in there. That's awesome to hear. I'm I'm super pumped. Super, super pumped that you took the time out of your busy schedule and busy day for you to come on the show. Uh, you're the first ranked fighter I'm going to have on the show. And I'm so lucky. I'm so excited and so happy that uh, that it happens to be you. And I could. I'm, I'm excited it could be me too, bro. It's good. And hopefully the first of many for you. I, I, pre I appreciate the love. Thank, thank you. So, how have you been, Al? We haven't seen you in competition in a while, but how have you been? You, you know, I know you're a real estate agent on the side. You know, I know, know you have a lot of endeavors outside the octagon. You know, what are you doing, you know, outside the octagon during this time off? So, I bought, a, um, I bought another house. I bought my third house, and uh, it's an investment property for me. So, I've been working tirelessly just trying to get it renovated and rented out so it's instead of costing me money every month it'll be making me money every month so that's really been my focus for the last i'd say 
uh, two, two or three months now since we closed. Um, about a month or two before that, I had a knee surgery again for the third time. So I uh, just been doing physical therapy, a lot of physical therapy, just trying to get strong, trying to get strong and healthy. And if we can do that, we'll, we'll get back in uh, fight, hopefully beginning of the next year. Mm-hmm. That's awesome to hear. Yeah, there's a lot of good fights, especially especially in lightweight division coming up. You know, you've got you, you know if you making your return coming up. You know, you're you're a top dog at 155. You know, and then we got you know uh, we have we have Tony Ferguson Oliveira this week. Uh, we we have Conor Poirier coming up soon. Um, what's his name? You know, we have Michael Chandler coming in the mix. You know, and at the same time, you know, we have, we have no, the idea of whether or not, you know, a former opponent of yours, Khabib is actually going to stay around or if he's going to hang it up, you know, you know, you fought Khabib before, you know, what do you think, you know, Khabib's thinking right now? Do you think he's going to come back, try and get that 30, no, or do you think he's going to kind of just, just lay back? You know, what do you think? Uh, Part of me thinks he's just he he's um, he said he was done and and he's done. Uh, on the other hand, he's a competitor. I really don't know what that guy's gonna do <laughs> if he's not training to fight. It's like his life, his whole life has been competing and training for competition. So if uh, you know if he doesn't have that, I don't I don't know what he's gonna what he'll be doing if he'll feel satisfied in life without going for that 30 and 0. Um, I know his father always wanted him to fight GSP. That fight seems like it could be somewhat of a possibility, but now more uh, more it looks like they're going to set up a rematch with Connor if he can beat Dustin. And then uh, Oliveira is looking great on a I mean, he's on like a crazy win streak right now taking on Tony Ferguson who's a uh, crazy win streak until this last this last one. So it's a pretty intriguing fight, and I think the winner of that will come. You know, it's going to be really neck and neck between the winner of Dustin Connor and and uh, Ferguson Oliveira. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how do you see those two fights going down? Who do you see winning between Ferguson Oliveira and Connor Poirier? Uh, I think Connor wins against Poirier. I think he's just like uh, he kind of like big brothered him that first fight. He's still doing that now, just mentally. It's kind of like uh, I think he's just he's just mentally above him, and I think physically, I think he's yeah, technically uh, he's just a, a problem for for Dustin Style, um, Oliver and Ferguson. What a, what an interesting matchup that is. It's just uh, you know, Oliver seems to just catch submissions from everywhere, which is something that Ferguson's done as well. Um, it's it's going to be an interesting fight. I'm actually I'm going to go I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to go with Oliveira for that one. I think Oliveira gets him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking just because like like you know we had Tony Ferguson who was like who was you know at the top no he's one of the top dogs. He was booked against Khabib what like five or six times. Insane, insane that it never happened. But you know we had him who was on a crazy streak and, and it never really got a shot at the belt and then. And then you know, and he goes to fight Gaethje, and I, it, me personally, I, I'm a big Justin Gaethje fan. I've never been the biggest Ferguson fan, but you know, but you know, I definitely expected Ferguson to kind of you know take that fight and make it his. So and so since you know, and you no, know, at the end of the fight, you know, Justin was just piecing him up. So 
and, you know, and so I feel like, you know, for Tony to come back, you know, I mean, sure, it's been, what, eight or, you know, seven, eight months, but I just don't know if he's ever going to be the same. You know, I, I've never been a fighter. You know, I, I don't know how, like, how, how being involved in a war like that is, but you, but you are a fighter, you know. How do you think that that, like, that lines up? You know, he's been on such a streak, then he goes out there and gets just absolutely, you know, I, I want to say pieced up, but, you know, he, 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 he yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, he that mess with you. Yeah, it took the most. He took the most damage that he's I've ever seen him take in that fight. And usually he pushes right through that and then comes back strong. Uh, I think that I think that that one's gonna that one's gonna take a toll. I think that one's gonna that took that took a little toll on him. And uh, you know, see how we'll see how that kind of plays out. He's he's gotten dropped in a lot of his fights, but that was the first fight where he really got like beaten on and uh <laughs> yeah it's it's hopefully he's all right i know he had some some like little things in the past with uh with with his head or whatever you know but hopefully hopefully he's hopefully he's fine and and he goes in there and just it's the same same old tony ferguson mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and so and, and so you you know as we talk about you know the the, the lightweight division in itself you know you no know, there's there's so many killers at lightweight you know there's obviously Connor, Khabib, Dustin, you know, uh, Oliveira, Ferguson, Gaethje, Chandler now, Paul Felder, and we got you too. You know, you haven't, uh, you know, you said that you want to make your comeback fight in in early 2021. You know, who do you see, you know, being a potential matchup for you that you like and you can finally, you can finally get back in there and, and show what you got and why you're a top contender? You know, I, I couldn't really say right now. It's It's so up in the air. I don't know how long – how long it'll be before I fight and where the division's at. There's a lot of fights coming up. Mm-hmm. Paul Felder's always been, uh, <laughs> we, we were matched up for that um, Brooklyn card when, when I stepped in and fought Khabib. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we, we definitely have a little bit of history and it'd be good to see how that one plays out. But uh, yeah, I'm really down to fight anybody. I'm just worried about being the best, being the best me, getting, getting healthy, getting back in there. That's it. Mm-hmm. Whoever it is, whoever it is, whoever it is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, whoever it is, a lightweight. If they got you standing across from that gun, I mean, it's 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 you know just know they should know that they're in for a war. You know, I've watched a ton of your fights. You know, you know, my personal favorite fight is uh is the second fight with Kevin Lee back in uh last card on Fox. And uh, you know, you know, uh, uh, I'm from Detroit, which is where from from Kevin's from. But you know, I was uh, I was so happy to see you piece him up right there, especially in that fifth round. That fifth round is it's so fun to watch, just because you know, you know, heading into the fifth round, you know, it's a toss up. You know, it was three one you, two two. It was it was a close fight, and then you know, the fifth round, you know, you just go out there guns a blazing, and you end up with the, with the decision. You know, how does it feel when you <clears throat> excuse me, when you're in, you know, such a phenomenal fight like that. And then, you know, in the end, so close. And then in the end, you get your hand raised and you see your opponent, you know, all kind of upset, you know, you know that he's thinking he won the fight, but you know, it's your fight. Yeah, that was, uh, I was, that's like the best feeling. <laughs> I, trained, I trained my ass off for that fight and I worked really, really, really hard and pushed through a lot of stuff that came up you know, in the training camp leading up to it. And I'm sure everyone does. 
So mm-hmm. when, uh, when it's a fight that's neck and neck and I just believed in all my training, believed in my coaches, believed in you know, that I was just a better fighter and to pull it out like that, it says a lot about, I think it really revealed my character, which I I already knew, but I think maybe it proved it to a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's kind of like, uh, it's like a, a metaphor for life is, you know, that th- you work really hard, work really hard and things get tough. It's neck and neck and just finding that extra little bit to dig deep and persevere through, you get your hand raised. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, like you just said, you know, like it's a metaphor for life for, you know, when things get tough and you're neck and neck, you know, you just got to find that, that extra, like the extra thing that just makes you go, it makes you go harder. You know, when you're in a fight like that, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a phenomenal fight back and forth, you know, and you're getting punched in the face, you know, you're getting kicked in the legs, you know, you're getting taken down. How do you dig deep and find that in such like a dark moment kind of? Uh, you know, you don't, you really, at that point, it's kind of just, uh, instinct, all the training, it's the, it's the training in, in the gym, you train five rounds, you train hard, you put yourself in uncomfortable positions, more uncomfortable than that. Like I, I was, that was not very uncomfortable. It, it was uncomfortable, but compared to the training leading up to it, I've been in some bad spots. I've, I've trained with some tougher guys, some better wrestlers, better kickboxers, better guys on jiu-jitsu. So I just – I knew that there was nothing that this guy could throw at me. Uh, Ray put me through the cardio circuits that we do. And we know, you know, when, when you get that done, uh, you're ready for the fight. And, and that's that's how it went. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then you mentioned Ray Longo, you know, you know, being in New York, training with him and Matt Sarah, you know, and you're training with two of the best coaches in the world. You know, Matt Sarah's, you know, he's a UFC great. And, you know, Ray Longo is a phenomenal coach. You know, how is it training with them? And then, you know, and alongside them, you have, you have like all these phenomenal fighters uh, at the lower weights. Like, you know, you have uh, Sterling, who's supposed to fight for the belt this week. That didn't happen. It's really disappointing. I was looking forward to seeing that fight. Uh, and there's Marab, you know, Chris Weidman, you know, you know, how is it, you know, training over there with all those killers and those, and those killer coaches? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a dream come true that they live and the gym is right around the, really just right around the block from all of us. We all live like right, right near each other. We grew up together. I wrestled, uh, I wrestled at Nassau Community College where, where Weidman wrestled and, and then when he went on to Hofstra and I, I really just grew up watching all these guys wrestling and they grew up watching me and competing. Aljo wrestled for Uniondale. I wrestled for Wontour. We wrestled each other. I never wrestled Aljo, you know, but we wrestled teams. Uh, Volante, all of us really just kind of grew up in the same kind of circle as far as wrestling goes. And um, then we, all found each other at Ray Longo's and Matt Serra's and it's been, uh, it, it's been a pleasure. It's, it's, I enjoy going to the gym cause we hang out. We, we kind of bullshit beforehand, crack jokes and whatnot. And then we train. Oh, what happened? Are you still there? Yeah. Oh, not something happened. Oh, yeah, hold on. There we go. All right. Now I can see you. Um, yeah. So we, we, we play hard. We, we, uh, we hang out. 
when it's time to work, we work hard. And then afterwards, we were, it's back to kind of like playing around. We have a good good time and kind of just hang out, hang out at the gym. It's fun to just see. I go there just to hang out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, it sounds like you have, a, you know, a phenomenal relationship with, you know, you, you know, because I follow, you know, you, Sterling, uh, Marab, Weidman, uh, Longo, Sarah. I follow you guys all on Instagram. You know, it seems like, you know, you guys are always having a fun time. You know, I remember – like it, as soon as the as the pandemic hit, I didn't uh, <laughs> I didn't Ray Longo for like some kind of parade or something where like everybody just kind of hung out. Yeah, he was doing the uh, the parades for everybody because <laughs> um, he wasn't able to go to the fights. Well, I mean, everything was all weird. It was so yeah, weird. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we couldn't even like watch the fights together. Usually, we get together, watch the fights or whatever. So we do the parades down the uh, down the street, which was real. Uh, it was real cool to see just how tight we were, you know, how it was seeing everybody come out and take time out of the day to go to the gym and just beep the horn a few times, drive by, get on, get on the video to send out the day before the fight, kind of a little more motivation, a little, uh, a little love. I think it really went a long way. And that, that just shows the kind of crew we are and how tight everybody is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, he mentioned, you know, he had to do that because of, you know, the whole pandemic and stuff. You know, how do you think that 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 this pandemic we're living through right now, which is absolutely insane. Um, how do you think that's the how do you think that the pandemic has factored into you, you know, as a fighter, you know, when you're training and stuff like that or your mental health? Has it affected you at all or in more ways than you could have thought? Yeah, definitely. It was uh, definitely. It was rough. I, I was going, I was, I've been doing physical therapy for a while. I've had this knee issue for a long mm-hmm. time. So just keeping my knee strong, going to physical therapy is something I was constantly doing. Uh, then during the pandemic, the, the physical therapy places shut down for a little bit. And I kind of, that's, I, I kind of bugged, uh, bugged my knee kind of flared up. And I think that was kind of a reason that I needed to have another surgery, but um yeah, it's been it's been tough. It's been tough, but I mean, you always got to look at it. There's, there's people that have it a lot worse. I'm I'm mm-hmm. thankful that I've got my health and my family's uh, got their health, and everyone's or everyone around me is doing pretty good. So you definitely got to take it take it that way and look at it from a, a positive in, in that aspect. But yeah, it's it hasn't been fun. It hasn't been fun for for anybody really. It's it's. Uh, who would ever thought the world, the whole world, would change like this so quick? Yeah, it's it's insane. I just remember, you know, there was that what like, it was that like a one and a half month period where we had no no live sports, and then you know, it, it, you know, me being a diehard fight fan, you know, I was I was so excited when when Justin Gaethje and Tony Ferguson was done, and like and like as soon as it started, I turned my TV on, and I'm like. Well, I'm watching a live sport right now, and it just happens to be my favorite sport. So, I mean, I was like, all right, so like, this is good. But, you know, I mean, still, you know, we're still feeling the effects of it. Like, me personally, I, I can't wait to get fans back, dude. I'm like, I mean, yeah, it's cool having no fans, cool here and here in the corners and stuff. But, like, at, at some point, you know, I'm like, I'm like dude, like, like, there's some of these insane fights. Like, the main event we had uh, this past weekend – with Hermanson and Vittori, could you imagine if there was if there's fans there, man? That would have been, a, I mean, like it already was a phenomenal fight. But you know, it's the fans that make half the fights. You know. Yeah, I mean that Khabib. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that would have been crazy to have fans there over in in Abu Dhabi and and whatnot. 
yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I just hope that I just hope that they find uh find the uh the um the vaccine for this thing works and helps helps everybody and we can kind of get back to uh, how we used to live. But mm-hmm. it, you know, it's all it's all up in the air. We'll see. I'm I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to getting the fights back with the fans and mm-hmm. everything. Going even just going to a bar and watching the fights and <laughs> go, go, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's me personally. Uh, I'm from Detroit, and so and so more recently, our governor just just uh, we just did a three a three week lockdown. I think I think we're in the third week right now. But like, there's like, there's no public schools. All schooling's online. I was actually in college, and and uh, me personally, I'm lucky enough to uh, I go to a smaller school, a smaller college. Uh, I play baseball up there. It's called a a, a a Olivet College. But you know, we only have 1,200 kids, so so I've been lucky to actually go to school in person so far. But like, you know, we had a governor just recently. You know, she shut down all schools. You know, K through 12 is all online. All colleges now be online. Uh, all our restaurants are closed for dining and service, uh, so it's all takeout. All the bars are closed, which I mean, I'm only 18, doesn't affect me, but you know, I I, I can see why it would affect some people. Um, and and like, there's no movies. It, it's just it's insane that you know I, I I would have never guessed that this would have happened back in March. It's crazy to think of, you know. Yeah, yeah, it came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere. <laughs> Even when I was in China. It just felt like it was so far away. It would never come over here, but sure enough, it did. And crazy, crazy. It's absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so getting back to you know uh, the fighting aspect, you know, you, you know, you've been involved in a in a ton of phenomenal fights. You know, you, you know, everybody always says that you know your performance against Khabib. You know, you took you know arguably the greatest of all time to to a a a decision you know you went to full 25 minutes with the greatest of all time you know and he's fought you know people like you know connor dustin justin you know he's fought people like that you know you know how proud of you or excuse me how proud are you of that performance and if you're looking back on that fight you know would you excuse me if if you're looking back on that fight would you still have accepted it or would you have done anything differently no i don't think i would have done anything differently i mean obviously i would have probably switched up a few things during the fight and tried to tried to maybe go after him a little bit more. Um, but I mean, the way it played out, I did the best that I could with what I was given to, de- to deal with. Um, yeah, it's, it was, uh, he's, he's a tough guy. He's a tough, tough, tough guy, probably the toughest. So to, to, to take that fight on short notice when he was training for five rounds, I was training for three. Yeah. I it, it, I I knew I know how how uh, strong and and durable and uh, you know smart in there I am, but I think I showed a lot of people that 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 night. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, sure. yeah, and I'm definitely proud of it. I'm definitely proud of it. Definitely um, would have liked to won. I would be a lot <laughs> a lot more a lot more proud of myself with a win. I think. <laughs> Would have been a lot more life changing then, but it's you know it was still good to to go out there and and fight the way I did. Definitely proved a lot of things to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just you know, you know, there's a you know a, a significant number of times where you know there's a fight and fighters go out there. You know, 
and they might not get their hand raised in the end, but you know, but the, but at the same time, you know, even if they don't get their hand raised, you know, their stock still goes up. And it, you know, I remember watching that fight, and I'm like, dude, Al looks really good for for you know, you took that fight on what, like four days notice or something crazy like that. It was like a day. Yeah, like I mean, still that that's that's insane to even think of. But you know, no, Alex phenomenal for taking you know this fight. He was what twenty five and zero at the time against twenty five and zero. You know, person nobody wants to fight, and he's going out there and he and he's looking good. You know, no, I remember in the in those fourth and fifth rounds, I was like, dude, I was like, is there is there a possible chance Alex gets to finish here? Because you know, towards the end of the fight, you know, I was like. No, you seem to turn it up a little bit, and he kind of t- toned it down a little bit. And I was like, "Dude, Alex, really, really good right here." Yeah, no, it was definitely some, definitely some sp- spots in the fight where I think I had some good opportunities I might have missed out on. But it's, it is, it's, uh, it played. I, I did the best that I could at the time. Mm-hmm. And that's it, man. That's all. That's all I learned. I learned from it. If, if it ever happens again, I'll be. I'll be way even more prepared, but that yeah, was a great, great experience. Great experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you know, one thing I was asked, I always like to ask the fighters that I, I speak to. You know, is that you know your favorite fight? Of is that, is that your favorite fight that you've ever had? Or, or you know, is you getting your hand raised a little bit more? You know, okay, yeah, yeah, I just love more. <laughs> that second Kevin Lee fight is probably the best one. That was, mm-hmm. that was a- Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my personal favorite fight of yours. The one with Diego Sanchez uh, on the Cub Swanson card. I, I like that fight a lot. Yeah, that was up there. <laughs> yeah, you've been involved in a lot of fun fights, Al. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm super, I'm super, super excited uh, for the entire world to see you come back and, you know, take this division over with a vengeance, man. You know, you're one of the best, uh, you're one of the best 155ers in the world. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, I think you coming back, you know, you know everybody's talking about, you know, how Michael Chandler is, is going to be, you know, is going to be the next big thing. But, you know, if you match him and you up, I I personally think that I, I think that you take that fight. You know, I think your guys' wrestling kind of cancels out and I think you're better than him on the, on the striking. So I think, you know, I think that you're the dark horse of the division. You know, people need to start talking about you a lot more. You know, as soon as you come back, people should watch out, especially especially in that top 10. I appreciate that, brother. Absolutely. Right, when I get back, watch out. We're coming. <laughs> well, that's all. That's all I had written down. Uh, and uh, you, you know, like I said at the beginning, you know, you're the first top top ten dude I've ever had, and and you're you're honestly probably probably my favorite fighter that I I've had the pleasure of speaking on the show. You know, you know, as soon as I messaged you, I was like, I was like, eh, I should I even send this? There's no way he responds. And then I wake up the next morning, I'm like, and I first thing I did was call my stepdad. Me and my stepdad watch fights together all the time. I was like, dude, you're never gonna guess who responded to me. Al raging Al I Quinta just responded to me. He's like, are you serious, dude? I was like, yeah. He's like, that's awesome, man. So. Yeah, I just know that you caused a lot of joy. <laughs> caused a lot of joy this past week. As soon as you responded, I was like, oh, my God. Because I started this channel back, what, like seven like seven months ago, like in the heap of like I like everybody's bored. You know, there's nothing – there, everything's shut down. There's nothing to do. Yeah, um, yeah I started this, this channel with, with like – I've always had a dream of of like working for the UFC or being like, you know, an analyst or working for the media or something like that. And, and no, I kind of started this as a joke, you know. I was like, "Huh, maybe I can get some, you know, a couple of fighters on here." I think you're the, I think I think you're the sixth or seventh one that I've I've had the pleasure of speaking to, and this is honestly probably 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 my favorite one, you know. Uh, it's awesome 
when me and you could talk about, you know, about the top fights in this in your division and, and talk about your comeback, just the state of everything, man. And uh, yeah, like I was saying, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't thank you enough for doing this, Al. I thank you very much. Um, anytime. I appreciate it. I'm glad you reached out to me. Keep reaching out to people, man. You know, I hope you, uh, I hope you keep doing the podcast and keep doing well. It's, it's awesome. I, I'm really, uh, I'm happy that you're so happy. It's cool. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, that's all I got for you today. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you fight in 2021 or, or, or taking 155 with a vengeance, man. And uh, uh, hopefully I'll speak to you soon. Absolutely, bro. Appreciate Cheers. it. Thank you. Thank you. All right.